Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Why are you trying to make it seem like I went to the strip club, man? Go to the flame, dog. I was I was chilling at the bar by myself at, at this one spot. And it went, like I said, muchacho or something like that. I'm going to have to go back and really give it a real review. Because, like I said, at the time, I wasn't I wasn't in that zone for the type of spot it was, to be honest with you. I was really more so trying to uh, be a little more chill and laid back. And, and that spot didn't really... Um, provide that that laid back and chill what i was trying to go for um but i ended up at this spot in hateville sombrero like mexican restaurant i think it's called cool though real cool i was at the bar chilling at the bar a couple of dudes there and they you know they in their own world i'm in my own world but you know how it is you sitting at the bar bro people gonna start talking to each other Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff so it was cool man for a little thursday night but what what was wild the first spot i went to i had a drink and mm. chips and spent like 20 dollars for one drink and like chips which you know that weren't complimentary that were not complimentary like i said yeah. like you know at mexican restaurants bro like they bring you the chips before you even sit down good like yeah. i ain't even got my seat warm and the chips coming on the table you know what i mean then i go to the to the, the spot that i ended up at and i think my i had like two margaritas i had chips and 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 salsa which was complimentary and i had like a a a steak burrito Mm -hmm. what do you think my total was twenty (laughs) dollars twenty five dollars and you know plus tip i think i spent like i think i spent thirty dollars because i tipped it like twenty percent you know what i mean so i spent thirty dollars and had a meal and two drinks and chips versus like yeah i was like man yeah this is my type of spot bro so yeah man that, that location to get you man mm-hmm. i want to say I, I think i've seen that place before you've seen it though it's like <clears throat> it's, it's right in hateville like uh i forgot the name of the street oh no i was talking about the other place maybe, oh you've seen called. it it's it's off memorial bro like yeah, so it's, even it's if that place in, right on the corner yeah you like the, the the waiters and waitresses wear a white shirt uh no, no you, oh, okay you, <laughs> okay because i feel like that i saw maybe they had a pet they had a patio yeah yeah it's okay. a patio it's it's okay. directly next to um what do you call it the the uh the belt line okay yeah the okay. belt line it's like on the belt line people can walk off the belt line and walk up to the restaurant and kind of like you know sit there like i said yeah. i think it I, and i've even heard from people that it's a cool spot but i think it was more so like i just wouldn't in that type of zone for that restaurant you know what i mean like mm. i was really looking for some some authentic cheap mexican food mm. <laughs> you know what i mean no i got you yeah. yeah so but before we had hit record we were talking about these contracts and, and um mo who's not here tonight he um he sent us a uh ig post about the heat have paid chris bosch four hundred thirty four thousand dollars twice a month since 2017 as a part of his contract agreement and today marks the 120th paid installment and uh i had mentioned like man he he um bobby bonilla 
contract and Corey prompted and told me like, no, bro, he'll get paid nine hundred thousand dollars a month versus like a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's man. a big difference. That's a real big difference. It is. So he was getting because they didn't get paid. Hold on, when they locked? Oh, no, no. I'm trying to figure out. Was basketball down for a minute before they started the? Am I COVID? Yeah, before they started the. Um... Yeah, yeah, it was down for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm trying to remember what they were saying or what they said about pay, how they got paid prior. Because I don't think the players were getting paid um, before they started the season back up. It was something about that. But I'm mm. like, man, he was – he. I was just thinking about Chris Boston. I'm like, he's still collecting them checks. Yeah, he was. So I I, uh, I looked it up about Bobby Bonilla. So the Mets owe Bobby Bonilla $1.193 million. So that that's like – close to 1.2 million dollars every july uh, 1st through mm-hmm. 2035 so i was off by like three i think i said 2032 or something 2035 bro dang bro that's a that's mm-hmm. a contract bro <laughs> yeah he um he getting paid man and, and you know honestly though like that's a that's a cool little number to get every year because mm-hmm. You know, of course, inflation is real and, and the amount changes, right? Like that $1.2 million probably looked real good in 1990 versus now, but that's still a nice little chunk of change that you can't say you can't figure out how to make that work for you. You know what I mean? That's right. a nice little yeah. retirement plan. Yeah, because, I mean, by the time he paid taxes, he probably would clear about, what you think, probably about good eight seven seven probably about about, probably somewhere between six to seven hundred thousand which is i mean (laughs) still good bro hey we talking about this is what he getting from baseball like i'm i would assume that he's doing other things you know what i mean yeah he probably he played a while so he probably again i'm sure baseball got a pension i would think i don't know then again i don't know so i'll read the story of of like how it happened right so it said um um as a part of his contract that he signed in 1999, this specifically the addendum that gives Bonilla all of his deferred money. Oh, hold on. I'm reading something else. Say this. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. At the time, many teams have attached deferred payments to large contracts since, but this is one of the most popular examples. Uh, he put a copy of his addendum up for auction. Oh, this is something else. Like th- this article here is about him putting it, putting um a part of the contract up for option, um auction. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something else. But he will get paid one point one nine million dollars until he's seventy two years old. Right. <laughs> and he's fifty nine right now, bro. That's a nice little deal, bro. Yep. It said he signed a five-year contract worth $29 million in 1991, which was the richest contract in team sports at the time. He spent the first three and a half seasons of that contract with New York before being traded away uh, to the Marlins. The Mets released Bonilla in January 2000, but was still on the hook for $5.9 million of his salary that season. Believing they were poised to make a significant profit through their investment with Bernie Madoff, the Mets' ownership instead <laughs> agreed to defer Bonilla's salary mm. with 8% interest and spread it across 25 years from 2011 to uh, 2035. So 
they thought that they were gonna come up off the money. They actually did because we know how the Bernie Madoff situation ended. Dang, that's wild, bro. So it said his pun, uh, the bun, uh, Madoff Ponzi scheme fell apart, and Bonilla's five point nine million dollar contract swelled to twenty nine point eight million from twenty to twenty eleven, and so that was divided by twenty five years. That's how they came up with the annual payment. Well, hey. It worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, still lit, still collecting that check. Yeah, but that's a good little, that's a good little chunk of change, man. But you know, welcome to the Black Man Thing Podcast. Um, I'm your host. Uh, I go by many names. Some people call me JD. Some people call me last name Good. Um, I am joined by my brother from another mother. My uh, roommate of, bro, I can't remember how long we were roommates. Uh, decade, man. Was it a decade? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We graduated in 02 and I got married in 2012. Yeah, we definitely were roommates up until I got married. That was for sure. So, yeah, a decade. Uh, and y'all know him, C. Wisby Mac, a.k.a. Corey. Um, we're here. And, and y'all heard us talk about, we had to do our little catch up, man. We ain't. Had, we haven't been on the podcast together in a couple of months. I feel like it's been a minute. It's been a little hot second. Dang, it's been that long? No, maybe like a month or so. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a hot little second. So I want to start, man. How you doing, bro? Like check on your your um, mental well being and all of these good things. Like how how have you been um, feeling? Let's do the the the, uh, the homeboy mental health check first before we dive in anything we got to talk about. Man, I'm just living, man. Living well, man. You know, one day at a time. That's about time. it for me. Trying to stay safe out here. Yeah, bro. Definitely trying to stay safe, man. Like that, I, and we all know, like, there's no secret, bro. We we live in Atlanta, and um, the new we're coming off of the news of takeoff being murdered. Um, and we've seen several different reports that on came out. I think the latest is that it it was a stray bullet. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff, bro. I don't, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't want us to shy away from the topic, bro. I know we've had some deep conversations within our uh, group chat and not even really placing the blame on who it is or who should be at fault because we had some different uh, things that kind of went around the group chat that I wanted to bring here and, and really discuss. But the the one thing that we said was was, one, accountability. Uh, number two was, you know, learning to change your environment. And, uh, I believe the third thing that we spoke on was just like, it's, it's, it's us too many times. Like we, and we always read about us being the victims of these types of crimes. You know what I mean? Like we don't read about yeah. other people being a part of these and not saying that that doesn't happen to other communities. I'm sure it does, but it seems like it's happening way more times than, than I can count to us. Um, so I, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about that today, man, and, and really just get your thoughts on, you know, where we at right now and, and how we can progress from where we are, because one of the biggest statements that I saw, man, now shout out to our brother, Chris, he was just like, man, like no matter how you want to put it, he died. Uh, there's a millionaire that died playing a dice game at two o'clock in the morning 
in a city that they're not from. See, see, that's the and and that's why, like, I kind of fall back on speaking on the facts because because it's an ongoing investigation. I don't want to be, I don't want to jump to any conclusions on exactly mm-hmm. what happened because I mean, you know, you hear reports here, reports there. I mean, I'm like, I don't know what happened. The only thing I know is this man. I mean, another life gone from some. Uh, another life gone from looking from the outside in a person that just seemed just laid back, quiet, you know, from the outside, uh, I, you know, I didn't know him. Yeah, didn't know him like right. that, but it just, I mean, it's just sad, man. It's just, I mean, it's just awful situation. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, it's awful situation. So that's why, I, you know, I, I'm kind of hesitant to talk about the facts because i mean, well not talk about facts because well, i mean i don't know the facts i wasn't right 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 it just with social media and people saying these people saying i'm like man you you hear so many things we don't know what happened well you know what exactly the case may be <laughs> the only thing we know is that you know this he's man, not here you know, he, yeah. he's not here so you know what that's it no i'm sorry yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because that that's that is something that we definitely need to make sure we're, we're showing accountability especially on this platform so i i, I agree with you and, I'm, and I'm, i think thank you for saying that um one thing that i do know for sure um with this is and we saw it everyone is jumping to a conclusion and everyone is voicing their opinions which you're entitled to your opinion i mean it's it's just it is what it is bro like this is the world of social media um but I've also seen like there's so much desensitized to like what really happened mm-hmm. or what happened. Like I can't yeah. say really happened, but there, man, like seeing people post footage of this man, like I don't understand it. I and I yeah. didn't see any video of it. Um, but of course, you know, you can't avoid it. Like you can be scrolling and like you see something is like, oh man, like I just don't understand the the logic behind having to post that. I, I can't yeah. comprehend that. Um and the, that, I mean oh go ahead. No, you know, you good, you good. No, I was gonna say, man, that's and I'm not the type of person that posts a lot. I can care less about posting. Um, so it's like when it comes to stuff like that, people are just quick to they wanna I don't know if it's, you know, people want likes or they want followers or whatever. It's just, I mean, I don't know people, not even stuff like that. It's just people post unnecessary stuff. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like why are you posting certain things? But especially when it come across something like that, like imagine if, you know, that was your brother, your daddy or cousin, uncle, whoever. And you know, you, you come across social media and this is how you find out about stuff or you seeing stuff that you know that you know several years ago you wouldn't even see. But people people don't think about stuff like that. They just, you know, so quick to post. And once you post it, it goes viral. I mean, you can different sites can move it, but it's just mm-hmm. gonna keep circulating. So um, I mean, I don't know, it just it's just a lot of unnecessary stuff. And people don't think about putting themselves in, you know, somebody else's shoes, this family's or that family's shoes and how they feel. And But it just, it doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, man. That that's I, I think that was well said. Just really taking the, taking account of someone else's feelings, right? And, and don't get me wrong, man. Like people process things completely different, and they have the right to process how they want to process. Uh, one thing that I saw that really caught my attention was really paralleling this with our age group and like when you know Pac and biggie died that was a big thing for us right like that was something we grew up with we we were locked in into you know most of us was locked in into biggie and, and tupac and not even just to what they had going on um collectively but individuals like whether you're a fan of a biggie or a fan of tupac that was at that that prime age of us like growing up and, and learning and these were like some of our favorite artists and to not understand like really what was going on besides the fact that they were murdered you know i, I read where someone was saying like man you got to understand that these kids are going through this right now mm -hmm. you know you have kids that are in high school that migos mean everything to them right like pnb rock mean everything to them nipsey meant everything to them young Dolph, you know what i mean and so you know it, it's one of those things where I know that we grow, we, we we're older and we look at things a little bit different and we try to have that perspective on saying like, yo, man, you got to like grow up. You got to do this, do that. But I, I, a lot of times I think we have to remember that the youth are dealing with things that we dealt with at a younger age, too. And we didn't really know how to process those emotions and process those feelings. And like, bro, that takeoff thing messed me up. I, I mean, you know, I woke up to that news like that was mm -hmm. literally oh, yeah. what I yeah, woke up to. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's the same thing because I'm like, my phone, it had to be about, I want to say it was about maybe right a little bit before seven. Yeah, yeah, it was like, uh, and I look and they're like breaking news. I'm like, what? And I'm looking. So I'm like, you know, when I see stuff, I always like to, like, you know, go to multiple sites to see. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this can't be real. And, and, and the fact that you have to go to multiple sites really don't add i mean it don't help because it just add to it right like you yeah it's just piling on piling on because everybody's yeah. throwing their opinions out there it's just like yeah. yeah and that that's the thing man everybody is so opinionated about stuff when i mean you weren't there you don't know exactly what happened and people jump to conclusions about stuff i mean it, it, at the end of the day it's just an unfortunate situation i mean yeah. that's i mean that's me i mean i don't know it just yeah, it sucks, man. No, that I get that. Up. I get that, yeah. bro. Like that. That's that makes sense. You know, it 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 is unfortunate because I mean, not saying that this. I don't want to sound weird and say like these things are expected. They're not expected, but when they do happen, they've been happening so much that you don't get used to it. But I, I mean, I think the best feeling is you get kind of numb, right? Like, I mean, we're talking about less than sixty days ago, PNB Rock was murdered like yeah. less than 60 days and don't get me wrong like this these are things that are happening unfortunately every day every week but when you're someone of a celebrity status and people know you and you have the fame attached to it is magnified no matter how you want to look at it right so it's going to get the news coverage it's going to get the press it's going to get you know all of the stories and and and, and the social media talking those things are going to happen when it's someone that is a, a quote-unquote celebrity and so, you know, on one hand, we are able to get that information and, and try to figure out a way to process it. 
But on the other hand, it's it's like it's another black man that's gone, bro. And me as a black man, I, I put I posted some on Twitter. I mean, no, I, I, maybe Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember where it was, but I, I pretty much said, bro, like, look, the streets are done, man. Like, be lame, stay at home with your family, your friends, and grow old. Don't listen to the internet. All of these things, right? And my reasoning for saying that is because there's this facade of like, man, we got to be outside. We got to be outside. We got to be outside. And I don't want people to walk around in fear and not think that they can't, they can go, they can't go outside. But I, I really believe, bro, like we just have to, we have to wake up. And this is not even talking about the, the takeoff situation. I'm just talking about just in general, we have to wake up and, and start doing some, doing things differently so we can get some different results. You can't keep doing the same exact thing over and over again and, and expecting that a different outcome is going to come. Like we have to switch our mindset. We have to switch the way we're doing things. We got to get educated. Um, and we got to also reach back too, because we can do all this talking, especially on this podcast, man. But if we're not trying to elevate a young mind and talk to a young, a young person, you know, I think that we're not, we're doing it a disservice ourselves. So, um, but yeah, it's tough, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. It's a tough, it's a tough scenario all around. Really. Is. Yeah. Yep. It's very, very unfortunate, man. It's just like, um, I'm like, man, you put when you can step back and put yourself in somebody else's shoes, and you know, it just like you can imagine like what they're going through to to deal with something like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's tough, bro. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I don't want us to stay on on, on that. No, well, I, I do want to say rest in peace to take off. Um, and my condolences to his family and anyone that's a, around that that situation. Uh, my prayers are with you because I know that's that's not tough. I mean, I know that that is tough, and and it's not something that I wish on anybody. So, just on beyond behalf of Black Men Think podcast. Rest in peace. Our condolences. Um, so, you know, um, onto a more lighter subject, right? We we mentioned on this podcast that we wanted to start doing some things differently. Um, I don't know if y'all caught the last episode. If y'all haven't, please go back and watch the last episode. Marlon and I we brought our wives on the podcast, and we and we talked about what it was like to be married. You know, ten. We're like, what does ten years of marriage really look like? Right. And so we we got into some real deal conversations, bro. Like we talked about some things that, um, you know, might we got into some deep conversations, honestly, some very deep conversations about marriage and 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 what those things are. But I can speak from the marriage side. Right. But I want to talk to you because you are somebody that you've been in relationships. You haven't been married but you're still out here like you out you out you outside i'm not i'm not out here that's 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 a little different <laughs> correct me what, what? I'm, I'm living staying in my lane i'm not out here out here there's some you know <laughs> wait that's a negative connotation with out your court of course it definitely is why i mean, I mean what do you mean what why is it negative connotation? because if you out say somebody out here that mean you know they in the streets no, no, no. I don't. I don't consider myself in the streets. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not. So, okay, let me rewind. Let me rewind it back. I don't. When I say out here, I don't mean that you're out here in these streets. I'm sorry. I don't. That that that's not what. <laughs> that's I not what. I'm, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I know you as, as my dog. I know you're not out here in these streets. That's not the type of guy you are. Um, you're a very respectful young man. You're not. You're not out here in these streets. You know, you're just out here single. Um, <laughs> in terms of not being married, is what I'm. I consider single as you're not married. Um, you know, all you. Such, so, so. You know, I wanted to open the door for someone who is um, single versus somebody that's been married for 10 years, like open the floor for like questions. Like what is some things that you may want to ask somebody that, quote unquote, has some experience of being married? Um, what what questions do you have? I kind of want to open the, the, the floor for you to, you know, say whatever you want to get off your chest or, or ask me anything that you you may have. Um, for someone else that may be in your same same position. Mm-hmm. So you want to know <laughs> what kind of questions that I have for someone that's been married for ten years? Yeah, real and, and keep it. You you know you can ask me anything, bro. You already know that, man. He, you you should, I wish it. I would have thought about this today. Uh, it's on the fly, man. Hmm. I want what I want to real do I have? real reaction. Hmm. Think about it. That's a good question. See, if, if you never asked me this question, I probably would have something for you. No, I mean, you got to dig deep, though. You got questions. Hmm. What kind of questions do I have as a single man to the man there 10 years? Um, I don't know, man. No, that's unacceptable. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, man. Ask a question, bro. Um, since you put me on the spot, I can't even think of something. Uh, what kind of questions do I have? Mm-hmm. Um, bro, what's the first thing come to your mind, bro? It could be anything. All right, let me try to think. I'm I'm gonna try to think from. Let's see, uh, it's coming. Um, all right, so since I've never been married, okay, and I've lived for myself. I lived myself. I lived by myself for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if this would be an appropriate question for you because it probably would be more so an appropriate question for somebody that lived by themselves for a while and then got married. But maybe I'll just ask you. Yeah, ask me. All right, so so I've been living by myself for a while, right? Yeah. So I always think that, man, like that's going to be a hard transition and a big adjustment to living with somebody mm-hmm. when it's like, you know, it's been this way for so long. It's not like I've, I've been young and then, you know, maybe I had a roommate or maybe I didn't have a roommate for a short period of time and then I've been married. See, right. for me, it's like I've been, you know, living by myself for a while. So I kind of know how 
the household flows. Mm -hmm. But when I get married, I bring somebody else in, I'm thinking like, yeah, that's going to be a big adjustment because for me, I kind of like my space sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like, how, like, especially if you talk a lot, <laughs> man, <laughs> bro. All right. So I'm, I'm going to give you a very honest answer. It's, it's three I things. So. No, no. Because I, <laughs> I like Kodak Black. I hope so. <laughs> no, no. So I'm going to give you very, I'm going to give you three things. Number one, um, that's something that every, that's something that, that you'll deal with until the day that you either, you know, die or get a divorce. That's just being honest. Like you're going to want your own space. So the solution to that is whenever you do get married, you have to communicate that, Hey, having my own space is very important to me. And so what you want to do is make sure that you have your own space, whether that's a room or that's like, you know, so right now you have like your, your man, your man cave, right? So that would be something that I would strongly suggest that you communicate to your spouse that like, yo, it's important for me to have some me time to myself. I need that. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, you know, when I have, when, whenever that time is needed, this is my space. I would appreciate if you like, let me have this, you know what I mean? And, and, and just have an honest conversation because I think a lot of times what happens is, we want our own space, but we don't know how to communicate that we want our own space. So you end up not talking about it, but then you get pissed off when you're not getting your me time and your space to yourself mm -hmm. because you're not communicating that. So I would say the communication part is going to be key. You just have to let, let that be known early on. Right. Um, as, as far as the talking part, look, bro, in our relationship, my wife is a talker. I'm the quiet one. Right. Mm -hmm. Until, um, until there's a subject, that I'm interested in, then I become the talker. And then she's kind of like, you know, just falling back, listening or whatever. Um, the key is, bro, you just got to find some, find somebody that, that understands you don't like to talk a lot, <laughs> but you got to be an active listener. If you, if you're not going to be the person that's talking because she's going to want to talk anyway, you know what I mean? But you, you got to have, have that, that open communication. Once again, that it has to be there where, those boundaries are set like if she's a talker then you need to know that she's going to be a talker and at some point in time you have to know to say like all right yeah cool let's <laughs> let's give it a, let's give it a break and, and, and i mean i'm just being honest bro like in 10 years you find out very quickly like my wife understood today was a very stressful day right like mm -hmm. and it, it wasn't wasn't like bad stress it was just like i was trying to do too much honestly right so like we had um my daughter had a doctor's appointment but we also needed to to do some shopping for one of our um, vending locations so mm -hmm. so i i'm in the car but i'm also working remotely right and so i have meetings that i had to go through to then i'm also doing some training for some things so I'm working while all of this is going on. You know what I mean? Like I, I have my mobile hotspot and everything and I'm doing my work. Um, but I'm also trying to like get some certification and something and I'm doing some testing, like mm -hmm. some, some serious testing that I haven't did any like testing like this since college being honestly like 
trying to answer. So imagine I'm trying to answer 50 questions with the radio going, the kids in the background yelling, you know, my wife driving it, forgetting that like, oh man, you doing a test. So she's trying to have a conversation with me. Not, not on some like disrespectful stuff, but she's just like, I'm in the car. So it's like, oh, yo, I'm gonna talk to my husband and completely forgot like, yo, I'm doing a test type thing. Right. And so all of this is going on. Meanwhile, we're still going around doing all of these things. And then, you know, it was a point when she realized like, oh, dang, like he really is getting frustrated right now. So she kind of just like, let me be to myself, so to speak, you know, for the, the best way that she could. But those things happen the, the longer that you're in your marriage where you just learn who your partner is, bro. Like you really figure out who they are if you want to. Now, there are some people that don't give a damn and don't even try to learn who their partner is. But I'm saying if you are trying to learn who your partner is, you'll you'll realize very quickly their quirks and, and the things that like they need. And so for mm -hmm. you being someone that's saying that you need like that me time, as long as you are communicating that you need that me time and you have a partner who is um, open to like receptive to that, you know, you'll, you'll be okay because more than likely she's going to want her me time too. So the best thing is to try to find a way that y'all can coordinate those me time together where you go and do your me time. I can go and do my me time. You know what I mean? And, and as long as there's no kids in the picture, that that's very easy to get done. It, now the question where <laughs> it gets tough when the kids come in the picture to try to get that mm -hmm. me time, but that's a whole nother conversation. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, is it possible for two faithful individuals to be married but have separate houses? Um, not saying, not saying. I've asked people this before, and um, not saying. Let's take out the scenario of. Let's take out the scenario of. Okay, y'all are married. One mm -hmm. person get a job in another state, and they mm -hmm. go stay there. I'm not talking about a situation like that. I'm saying is if these people, they two people not married, they get married, they live in the same city, but they have two separate houses. So what y'all want to continue to stay in separate houses? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, this is just I'm just this is I, hypothetical. No, this is a hypothetical. I I, I would what my business mind would say is oh yeah i know financial let's, let's take out the financial aspect of it yeah yeah i mean of course you're paying two of everything so we're gonna take out oh the no, no no piece. no no yeah. I, i'm not even talking about that my what my financial brain would say is you rent out your crib she rent out her crib and then y'all going to either buy a crib or um like take the money that y'all get rent from and use that to go and buy your own crib that's what the, the financial mind in me would say uh, but you're not talking about that. You're talking. No, about I'm not talking about that. I'm space. just saying the hypothetical. The hypothetical. Two people. Yeah. Two people. Um. If you're talking about it in terms of marriage, I think anything can be done with communication. I just think that you'll have a very hard time because you won't. Uh, you will not establish a, a, a true union, in my mm. opinion, because the longer that you have your own and she has her own and you're living separately then things won't be um things won't be done the way i'm not saying things that won't be done the way that they need to be done but i think you'll have a hard time getting on the same page with a lot of things mm -hmm. 
that's just my personal opinion now you can have your own your own space like that's like a dramatic uh have your own space in my opinion but I, I you know can it be done i think it could as long as the communication is there and you guys really talk about that and, and that's something that you truly want to happen uh i think if you do that then you would really need to establish some serious boundaries right like mm. i would almost say that there needs to be some type of common place so let's just say like yo we we will still spend out hmm. we're talking about a typical typical day right like so a monday y'all both work a traditional nine to five so y'all leave the house around eight y'all home about six what i would suggest if that was a in this hypothetical situation where she has her own place you have your own place and y'all are married what i would strongly suggest is if you want to continue in that type of scenario my brain says you alternate houses mm -hmm. right so yeah. on monday y'all go to work but at six o'clock y'all are both coming back to the same place so say monday is your house so monday y'all come back to the house right y'all have y'all time together from six to nine o'clock or whatever and then that person that's at home stays at home and then that other person goes back to their crib mm -hmm. the next day y'all alternate so tuesday would be her crib and y'all do the same thing i say i think that because but you gotta have some slumber parties in there every now and then well yeah but, but sleepovers yeah i mean absolutely but what i'm saying is in this scenario what what i'm ultimately saying is there has to be dedicated time together right, right. no i got you it yeah, has yeah. to be dedicated time together yeah. and, and i don't think that there can be any any skips in time together is what i'm saying i don't yeah. think that you can be realistically in that type of situation and go home and don't see your wife for like two or three days i think yeah, that but you can get a day you can get a day in. i mean yeah yeah you could bro but it's like what are we really looking for at this point because <laughs> if, if we did I, real... I was just thinking i'm just, just bro I'm no just no this is this is good this is good content but i'm yeah. just saying in, in, in my hearts of hearts if you are in if you're looking for that type of scenario then i would say don't even worry about getting married <laughs> I'll just say I'll just no, be honest. No, I, I understand. No, I, I understand. And I'm I'm not saying like this is, you know, this is all this is how it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just I that's just something I thought about. I'm like, man, I wanna, you know, two people could be married, faithful, I'm, I'm, committed people, because I mean, obviously, well, people be married in, in the same household. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, I don't even want to oh, you know, it's room to cheat. Man, you live together, people married nah. cheat, whatever. Yeah, I'm just it saying. Ain't that. I'm just saying two faithful, committed people who feel like, hey, I got my place, you got your place, we'll work it on spending the time together. When we want to decide to be apart from each other, we can. But at the end of the day, we know we're still married, still committed to each other. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I, I think that that can be done, um, but the communication has to be there. And uh one communication has to be key and two there has to be boundaries like realistic boundary set because right. if you are in that scenario and you just still like doing what you want to do then like nah you know yeah. what i mean like, if you're entertaining company then i'm like nah, oh yeah that's, that's not that's not yeah what's that's up. that that's <laughs> opened the door to other stuff so i mean yeah i would say 
I would say you would still, even though y'all have two different places, mm-hmm. act as though your wife is in the other room. Correct. If yeah. y'all can have that type of boundary yeah. and that type of communication in place, and I think I think it's something that can work. Because I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like even even us, something that we do, and it's not even really intentional. Like my wife on the weekend, right? Like she works Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but she she gets up super early. Like my wife is mm-hmm. a early riser. She's up four thirty, five o'clock most days of the week, right? Yeah. But when she works, you know it she's just getting up super early and she's not trying to wake the whole house. So she'll sleep in the other room. Right. And so like, technically I'm sleeping by myself like two or three days a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, I, I don't, you know, if you, you tell that to most people, they might feel like, man, that's kind of like untraditional or whatever, but bro, you got to do what works for you. Right. Like she mm-hmm. was realized like, man, she'll sleep in the bed. It's like, man, I'm not sleeping good. I'm worrying about waking up everybody, you know what I mean? And and so that ended up being a problem. So it was like, okay, she's sleeping in the other room. I mean, for me, I got the bed to myself. She got the bed to her, you know? So we get a break from each other, um, so to speak, a couple of days a week, but we're still in the same house. You know what I mean? It ain't Mm -hmm. like, um, um, yeah. (laughs) And it it worked and it worked for y'all. Yeah. It worked for us, but you know, that's, that's a scenario that is something different. Like I've, heard of people literally sleeping in different beds like seven days a week and i mean i think they even used to do that um back in the day like that was a normal thing but they'll have two beds in the room like you sleep in your bed i sleep in my bed type thing um i even heard them sleeping in other people's bed a couple (laughs) days but you hear all kind of stuff (laughs) bro for real man yeah folks be doing some wild stuff but um yeah man ultimately what i would say that overall right to that the 10-year married advice would be you know you have to do what works for you and yours but ultimately it has to truly be for you and yours right like Mm -hmm. so if that if that scenario is is from a place of selfishness i think that it's a bad thing but if it's mm-hmm. if it is something that y'all both want and y'all truly both want, not like you're trying to manipulate her or she's trying to manipulate you to want that. If that's something that y'all truly both want and y'all communicate that. And, and like you said, treat it as if my wife or my husband is in the next room. Then I think that's something that can work as long as y'all really have those boundaries and communication, you know, really set. Yeah. Down. I mean, I would you I mean, like I said, that's just something I thought about. And I just yeah. ask people, but the, traditionally. I mean, people would want that, you know, they want the traditional way. But the game changer, the reason why I think that this wouldn't work for most people, the financial piece of it, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people get married, you know, they depend on each other, um, you know, incomes or whatever. And then if you have kids, that can be a that can be another game changer. So, um, I mean, there are some other pieces to, um, you know, put into the equation when it comes to Absolutely. something like that. But um, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, it, it's just something I thought about. I'm like, you know, I wonder if that could be possible. For well, that's that's a hell of an icebreaker question on the first date, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. You'll get yeah, the wheels I, I, turning on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might get surprised and be like, you know what? I like my space, too. <laughs> then again, I, I don't know yeah i mean yeah. that that's a good question though that's a real good question bro i, I wasn't expecting that when you almost <laughs> see man I, I turned the table on you boy oh hey i'm ready though yeah you know hopefully i answer your questions well you got any more for me uh 
I tell you what, while you think about that, look, if you want to hear more questions, we're going to take this over to Patreon. Felt like that was a great, great ending point. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe, rate, hit the bell for notification. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. We're trying to grow. We're trying to grow massively. Uh, we're trying to do some unique things with this podcast and really get this um, our voices amplified in the black community to other people as well. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Black Man Think podcast. Uh, do you remember our our outro, Corey? Um. Let me see if you got it. I don't know. Trash. If, so what's the first? What's the first? I'm going to tell you. I wrote it down. Hold on. Oh, you don't even remember it, man. Come on, man. Thinkers think. Something. Thinkers think. Doers do. There you go. And then the part um, that you came up with. <laughs> you don't even remember. Don't, don't be like somebody else. Just be you. That was close. That was close. Thinkers think, do or do. Thinkers think, doers do. Don't try to be someone else. Just be you. This is the Black Man there you Podcast. Go. I was close. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. The Black Men Think Podcast.